Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, November 27th, 2021. Happy Thanksgiving week to everybody. Great racing all over the country and the Key Races and Bets podcast today is going to focus on Delmore. As always, this Key Races and Bets podcast and the companion product, Key Races and Bets blog, basically the written version, brought to you by Amwager.com a great legal online wagering website with great betting tools and perks, legal for residents of most states and covering most tracks in North America as well as many around the world. Go to amwager.com for more information, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. You'll be glad you did. And to get the written version of the Key Races and Bets blog, click on How to Bet at Stars blog. We're going to start this Thanksgiving Saturday, 27th, Key races and bets with the Jimmy Durante Stakes. Race 7 at Del Mar. That's got a post of 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. And similar to Breeders' Cup turf races, when Europeans show up for U.S. Stakes, we need to take a hard look because usually they are further along by this time of year as compared to their American counterparts, such as the case here with Tezare, proving a very strong winner in her U.S. debut 23 days ago at this mile trip on the Del Mar turf, and Helen Wells having won a U.S. debut back in August. That being said, there are two new European imports in the race, and one of them, Virulente, could be the real deal. The other is Reem Zabil, who broke her maiden at six furlongs in all weather, so does not have the turf or two-turn experience the others have coming into the race. I was able to pull up the video of Virulente winning her debut on August 22nd in France at seven furlongs on grass on a left-handed course like the one she's running over here. She rallied strongly to win by a head in a field of 10. The 93 Equibase speed figure is very strong compared to the 102 Helen Wells earned when 8th but beaten just over two lengths in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies Turf earlier this month. It's better than the winning figure Liam's Dove earned winning the Juvenile Phillies Turf Stakes at Del Mar this summer and the 86 Helen Wells earned when 2nd in the Surfer Girl Stakes last month at Santa Anita before the Breeders' Cup. Virulenti has been in, is now in the capable hands of trainer Phil D'Amato since October and has put in 5 workouts the last 3 on grass so Virulenti should be fit. When looking at Tesere, who improved from 87 figure when third in her final European race to 93 three weeks ago in a U.S. debut, we could assume Virulente will improve nicely in her second career start, and that makes her a very tough contender in this year's Jimmy Durante. Helen Wells and Tesere both have some probability to win as well, and we should make win bets, make bets considering their prospects, maybe win bets, but definitely for exotics. Helen Wells comes from far back and might have traffic issues, but has done really nothing wrong in four U.S. races, first breaking her maiden in August and finishing second in two similar stakes before that eighth of 14 finish in the Breeders' Cup. Umberto Rispoli rode Helen Wells to the maiden win and last time out, and these will be much easier than she faced in the Breeders' Cup. Tesere was ridden by Radartes Jr. on Breeders' Cup week in her maiden win, and Ortiz is in to ride the big stakes this weekend, so takes the return call. Tesere showed a big late kick in that race, and with the same 93 figure as Virulente to improve upon would be no surprise. For exotics, to fill out our exacting trifecta, maybe at prices, we're going to also throw in Sparkle Blue, Miss Bellatrix, and Liam's Dove. In the Jimmy Durante Stakes, Race 7 Del Mar, Saturday, November 27th, post 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific. The win bets Virulente at 5 or 2 or more. And for the exactas, we're going to play a number of exacta boxes, King, the top two, Virulente, and Tisere, and using one additional horse on each ticket. So if Virulente and Tisere finish 1-2, we'll hit it multiple times, but if not, we can still make money because the other horses might be nice odds. The exacta boxes are going to be Virulente, Tisere, and Helen Wells, Virulente, Tisere, and Sparkle Blue, Virulente, Tisere, and Miss Bellatrix, 
Virulente, Tesserae, and Liam's Dove. Moving on to race seven, a race that's sandwiched between two stakes. It's a very good race at Del Mar with a post time of 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on Saturday, November 27th. It's a deep first-level allowance optional claiming race and a great race to pack between the stakes. With took charge, they need the lead type. It's only going to take one other horse to go with him through a half mile and about 44 and set up the stalkers and closers. And I think Sumo on the outside is the horse to take him on as he's been first or second early in all three career starts, plus where his blinkers like took charge. Other stalkers and closers, and there's a bunch. The main group we're going to consider our escape route, Next Revolt, California Street, and Let's Get Lucky. Escape route gets slight preference because he missed by a neck at this allowance condition last time out on October 16th at 7 furlongs after, after stalking in 4th to 5th early. The cutback from 7 to 6.5 plus a jockey change to Rad Ortiz Jr. plus having one of the best last race record based speed figures of 100 in the field give extra Escape route, a big shot to be first or second. That being said, next revolt may be a better win, but he's likely to go to post at higher odds. Even though he won very nicely by almost four lengths of the distance in his most recent start on November 3rd, that win came in a claiming race. So, next revolt may get less respect as compared to others. He rallied from fourth to win, earned a one-on-one figure, which is very good. Very close to escape routes 100, about on par. And that tells me he fits. And two before that, at a mile... Next Revolt also rallied from fourth to win, but was disqualified. His other win this year came in March at seven furlongs, so this six and a half furlong trip, this track, and this pace scenario should give him a nice shot. California Street rallied from last of five to win last time out on October 23rd, and from last of six to win before that three weeks earlier, drawing off by eight lengths. That win came in a claiming race, so it shows Next Revolt can make the jump because the second of California Street's wins came in a starter allowance. Spoli was up for both wins and rides back, and the 104.96 figures earned strongly tell us this horse fits as a win contender. Let's get lucky rounds out the quartets of main contenders, never off the board in six races, five of them dirt sprints. Let's get lucky powered away to win by three on October 30th in a Calbred allowance race under Drayden Van Dyke, who rides back, and he gets a good outside post to watch the speed duel unfold and stay out of traffic trouble before rallying. The 101 Echo Bay speed figure he earned lines up with the rest, and can be improved upon in a second off a layoff. In race 7, Del Mar, Saturday, November 27th, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. Win bets. We're going to let the tote board decide what to win. I'm going to list the four contenders and their fair odds, and I'm going to bet two of them at fair odds or higher, but the two going off at the highest odds near post time. Escape route, 2-1. to one. Next revolt, 3-1. to one. California Street, 7-2, and Let's Get Lucky, 7-2. Now, those are the minimum odds, not the odds I'm predicting, like a morning line. I'll take those horses at odds or higher, but the two at the highest odds are who I'm going to bet to win. And when we consider wagers on more than one horse, which are overlays from our minimum odds, we can and should adjust our bets accordingly in order to maximize our profit in the short-term and long-term strategy. That can be best accomplished by using a dutching tool, like the one which is free and easy to use at Amwager.com. A dutching tool lets you set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win. And based on the odds, your bets are proportioned to give you a mathematical edge. That's one of the great tools at Amwager.com. For the exact, we're going to box Escape Route, Next Revolt, California Street, and Let's Get Lucky. And then I want to play one more exact that's optional, but I'm going to play it. It's going to be Escape Route, Next Revolt, California Street, and Let's Get Lucky over Escape Route, Next Revolt, California Street, and Let's Get Lucky and adding Took Charge and Sumo, who are the early leaders and might hang on for second. Moving to the ninth race here, the Hollywood Derby. 
Post of 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific on Saturday, November 27th at Del Mar. Team Merchants, Public Sector, Camp Hope, and Subconscious are the four main contenders in a big 14-horse field. We're also going to consider some long shots. Dicey Mo, Chara, Kathkin, Peak, and Santin, who go to posted high odds, mostly for exactas. Going to start with Team Merchants, who won the Let It Ride Stakes three weeks ago in his turf route debut, and it was at Del Mar. It wasn't a mile. It was at a mile. But there's little doubt he can run well at this nine-for-a-long trip as a son of Nyquist. That was a breakout race due to the adding blinkers, and the one-nine Equibase figure is one of the best in the field here. So opening at 15-1, to 1, Team Merchant has to get top billing in a very deep field at the, because if that effort is repeated here, he could post the upset and give us a nice profit. Camp Hope also won stakes in his most recent start at a mile on grass at Keeneland. That was his second win in a row, and the one previous to that came at this nine for a long trip. So he has experience at the trip and fits on all accounts for another A race for the top Ken McPeak barn. So his 5-1 to one morning lines may hold up. 102, 103, and 103 consistent equibase feed figures below the 109 team merchants, but among the top in the field. Subconscious goes for his fourth straight win, the most recent in the identical, nearly identical, I should say, because it was grade two, Twilight Derby at the end of October. He can win on the leader from off the pace, has been in front and top of the stretch by a length to a length and a half in all of his last three races, and unchallenged. Nobody had a chance to pass him in the last eighth of a mile in the stretch in spite of big fields, by the way, of 11, 11, and 9. Subconscious earned 104 and 102 figures in those two races. It fits particularly well, and especially if Team Merchants does not run the same as he did in his last start. Subconscious may, be, may go to post at lower than his 4-1 starting odds, so it may not be a good win bet compared to Team Merchants, but he's a very strong win contender, and we must use him on exacta tickets for profit if his odds are lower than reasonable for a win bet. We'll round out the quartet of win contenders with Public Sector, who opens the 5-2 favorite and definitely won't be a good win bet at those odds, even though he is a contender for exotics. He earned a career-best and competitive 104 figure, winning the similar grade 2 Hillprint stakes at Belmont last month. He would be going for a 6 in a row if not for a head defeat in July in the Manila stakes, and he's the reason Irad Ortiz is in to ride at Del Mar today for Chad Brown. He's not unbeatable, though, although his 5-win, 3-second, career record in nine races certainly is evidence of his talent. In the Hollywood Derby, race nine at Del Mar, post 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific on Saturday, November 27th. I'm going to first make a limit on team merchants at 3-1 to one or more, which is easily going to happen. Then, Camp Hope and Subconscious, I'll bet at 3-1 to one or more. I'll probably bet the one going at the highest odds of the two at 3-1 to one or more near post time. And this is precisely the race to use a dutching tool, like the one at Amwager, which is free and easy to use. You could use a Dutch school on, on all whichever ones you use, Team Merchant and then Camp Hope or Subconscious, or you could do Camp Hope at Subconscious and then do Team Merchant separately because he will be double-digit odds. The main bet here in Exact is going to be a box between Team Merchant, Camp Hope, Subconscious, and Public Sector. I really like that Exact, and I'm going to play it pretty strongly. But then I want to play for a dollar the following Exact is using long shots because we can make a lot of money in this 14-horse field because there's a lot of 15, 20, and 30-to-one shots here. So the first is Team Merchants over Dicey Mochara, Kathkin, Peak, and Santin, and then reverse it. Dicey Mochara, Kathkin, Peak, and Santin over Team Merchants. The next is going to be Camp Hope over Dicey Mochara, Kathkin, Peak, and Santin, then reverse it. Dicey Mochara, Kathkin, Peak, and Santin over Camp Hope. The last one is going to be Subconscious 
over Dicey Mochar, Kath Kampik, and Santon, and then turn around and play Dicey Mochar, Kath Kampik, and Santon over Subconscious. At a dollar, these bets are three bucks each. There's six of them, so that's 18 bucks. But if you play the exacto, let's say for a five dollar box, that's 60. It's very little compared, and that's the best bet, and that's the best way to play it. I'm leaving public sector out, but you could box him also or put him on top of these other long shots, Dicey Mochar, Kath Kampik, and Santon. Don't forget, if you want to get the written version of this Key Races and Bets podcast, which is the Key Races and Bets blog, it's free at amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. Click on How to Bet and Ella Stars blog. While you're there, if you're not a member, check it out. It's free to sign up for most states' residents and covers many tracks with great perks. It's a great website. I bet there every day. Check it out, amwager.com. Good luck. We'll talk to you next week.